It had been a few months since I moved into my new place in the country. After years of living in the city, feeling burnt out, I yearned for a slower pace of life, close to big green fields, woodlands, and wild animals, where I was used to when I grew up. I found a small cottage in the Surrey countryside, which was perfect and quaint, exposed wooden beams with low ceilings, stone-floored kitchen, and a wood burner fire in a cozy living room. It was perfect. I'd moved in during the summer and fully appreciated the warm evenings in the garden, enjoying the birds chirping all day long. It really was my little piece of heaven to de-stress and relax. I was lucky I could work remotely, which made summer days even better, and with friends visiting on the weekends, I really couldn't be happier. As the summer came to a close, the nights got shorter, and autumn was on the horizon, and the temperature started to cool. This didn't bother me too much. With the cooler nights brings a refreshing, clean sweep of the air and a downpour of rain, which brought new delights with it. On a nice evening, I didn't mind being in outside when it rained. With the warm temperature, the raindrops felt amazing on my skin. The rain brought peace with it. Things stood still, and it created its stillness through the motion of dropping from the sky. Stood out in the rain, nothing else mattered than that feeling of the droplets hitting me. It was a distraction of sorts, but I welcomed it. In that moment, I was fully present. I was alive and in control of my actions, but simultaneously at their mercy of the weather. I loved it. The downside of not being in the city was that when you fancied doing something spontaneous at the drop of a hat, it wasn't always that easy. For women who had a higher sex drive, this didn't always match up well. Since moving down, I had found a few regulars to play with. Nothing serious, just enough to fill my appetite, enough to be satisfied. Unlike in the city where people were more liberated and outwardly open with their sexual desires, in the country, things were more conservative and the men needed to be taught a thing or two, that's for sure. This is why I liked my regulars. I knew what I was going to get and could upskill them if need be on my desires. After a long week of work in which I'd barely left the house, I couldn't wait to head out and meet one of the usuals. Nothing fancy. I'd make him cook dinner for us, share some wine, and then the good stuff would be dessert. He was a bit younger and keen to impress, so I always let him pull out all the stops and sometimes let him know how good of a boy he was being for me time to time. It was a humid day, and the clouds were really starting to darken, and the rain was coming in. It was very fine rain, barely visual when I looked outside the windows. But as I got ready, finishing my small glass of wine, I found my keys and headed out to the car through the drizzle. Turning the key, the car didn't start. But that wasn't a problem. This had happened before a few times, and usually after a few tries, the car would fire up and all would be well. But this time, that didn't happen. The engine must have flooded, and I wasn't going anywhere fast. To put it bluntly, I was fucked, and not in the way I wanted to be right now. Taxis were expensive, and always such a long wait, but I knew I could get the bus from the bottom of the road to the train station, and then make my way somewhat closer to where I needed to be. The only problem was, this wasn't like London's buses which came every two minutes. I had to try it. 
but I didn't like these fuck boys coming to my place. That was my sanctuary, and I wanted to keep it that way. I grabbed a jacket, changed my sandals, and walked down to the bus stop. By the bus stop, there was a sign on the side of a quiet road. No shelter, just a large tree nearby where you could seek some refuge. When I arrived, I wasn't the only unlucky soul waiting there. A young man stood sheltering under a tree and was also waiting. There was no sign when the bus would next arrive, only a sign with a timetable of buses. I asked him if he'd been there for a while. Apparently, 30 minutes had passed, and he had not yet seen any bus. There was one due every hour, and this wasn't a good sign, as the weather had gotten worse. We spoke a little. He was heading to the train station to get home, and had no choice but to wait. I stood with him as the wind started to pick up, and with no sign of our transit, my desire to keep getting wet in aid of catching the bus was wavering. It was clear that this bus probably wasn't coming. As my jacket and dress stuck to my body, I decided this was a bust. But I couldn't see this young man standing here alone. I asked him his name. He told me it was Tom, and I invited him back to mine to wait for the bus. In the dry, at least. He smiled and willingly took me up on my offer. As we walked back to my place, we laughed at how ridiculous this situation was. But it was part and parcel of living in the countryside. Heading in the door, The reprieve from the rain was well received by us both. I took off my jacket, my dress clinging to my body with the wet, and I grabbed a towel for us both to dry off a little before going to the fridge and pouring us a glass of wine, before inciting Tom to make himself at home and get dry. Through the reflection of the window, I could see Tom catching a cheeky stare at my bum in the wet dress. He was a good-looking guy, with broad shoulders, and he was certainly my type. We stood in the kitchen, both a bit wet. He more than I. His t-shirt was wet, but I wasn't complaining too much, so I offered him a fresh towel and a large jumper. Willingly agreeing, he took off his shirt, placing it on the radiator to dry. With it being summer, the heating wasn't on, so I walked him to the airing cupboard upstairs where the boiler was located along with the towels. The hallway was small upstairs, and as I opened the cupboard door, we were pushed closer to each other as I hand him a towel and show him where he can hang dry his t-shirt. We stood close to each other, but it didn't feel uncomfortable. As we took in the silence, I got a first look in his eyes. They were piercing blue, similar to mine. My wet hair was covering my face, and I cheekily bit my lip and asked him if he'd like to dry his jeans in there too. Like a young deer in the headlights, he didn't know what to say and only replied with a quiet, sure, as I reached for his belt to help him get out of them. He stood there as I undid his belt and zip, and his pants dropped to the ground. I told him I better dry this dress too, and slipped the straps off my shoulder, dropping it on the floor. Then I leaned in and placed my hands on his shoulder, forcing him to pull me into him as we began kissing. He was warm and strong. With every movement of her tongues, his confidence grew from a sheepish boy to a man grabbing my ass, pulling me into His waist pushed into me, and I could feel his cock begin to bulge in his boxers. My thong couldn't get any wetter as I got more excited from our embrace. I pushed away from him, 
both dripping wet in the hallway. I smiled and laughed a little. He looked at me confused, and I explained that maybe missing the bus wasn't such a bad thing afterwards. I grabbed him and pulled him towards my bedroom. He was a stranger only ten minutes ago, but this was part of the excitement. Two strangers meeting randomly in a storm before creating a whirlwind themselves was the perfect story. His cock was noticeably hard now, and I turned to face him, grabbing it for the first time and removing his boxers from over his ass as it stood to attention for me. I knelt down and placed it in my mouth, and he looked down at me into my eyes. I moved up and down his shaft, licking the top of his head without breaking any eye contact. I told him how great his cock was. And holding it with one hand, I licked under his balls and back up his cock before placing it down my throat again. He moaned with pleasure. Every lick was putting him on the edge, and I could feel the blood building in the head of his cock. He was so fucking hard. I loved sucking cock and it turned me on even more as I reached down to touch my pussy. I could feel how wet I was. She was hungry and wanted this cock inside of me. I stood up, reached toward my bedside table, and passed him a condom. He put it on, and I dropped my underwear and led him back to the edge of the bed. He walked towards me as I grabbed his cock. He leaned over to kiss me, and I guided his pizza towards my soaking wet pussy. I hooked my feet around his waist and forced him inside me. I was dripping wet as he slid right into me, pushing his growth all the way in. I lay back and enjoyed being filled. I told him to fuck me with his cock, moving back and forth inside of me, and I tell him he's a good boy. He's taken aback by my comments, a fresh young man with a lot of enthusiasm. He willingly keeps thrusting inside of me, again and again. I sit up a little, reaching for his back as I dig my nails into him. He jumps a little with the pain, but I continue to grab him and scream into his ear, telling him to fuck me harder, harder. Over and over again, I moan with enjoyment before laying back down. I've moved my hips with the rhythm of his cock, back and forth. I'm leveling every moment. I can feel his exhaustion building. He's getting close. I tell him once more how good of a fucking boy he is and told him to come inside my wet pussy, screaming for him to come for me. His stroke quickens. He is almost there. I can feel his cock deep inside of me as I grab his waist with my legs. I hook my heels around him as he moans with pleasure and releases his load with the final thrust. He holds his cock inside of me before collapsing on top of my body. His warm body on top of mine felt great as I ran my hands through the back of his hair. I whispered into his ear, good boy, and laughed as he took his cock out of me and lay next to one another on the bed. We laughed as I remark of how good of a fucking had dried him off perfectly. As we lay there, Tom became a little shy as I felt an urge of tiredness come over him. He told me he'd never fucked an older woman before. I slapped my hand on his chest as I sat up and told him if he was lucky. 
he might get to fuck an older woman again before patting him on the head and telling him he should get dressed. Putting his marginally drier clothes back on, I lent him a large hoodie and told him he could return it one day maybe and led him to the door as we kissed goodbye. The rain had now stopped and he walked into the night back to the bus stop. 